Welcome to episode four of the Clean Hit Podcast. I'm your host Jay. I'm Ozzy. And special guest today, we got all the way from DLP. We have uh, Mr. Mohammed Yunus. Thanks Yunus. for thanks for being with us today. Thanks. Fishy Fishy couldn't make it today, so um, we're going with Yunus, which uh, suitable replacement, probably a better replacement. Are you a Leafs fan? I'm not a Leafs fan. No. Thank I'm God. a fan of the NHL. Thank God. Yeah. See, there you go. Yes, welcome. <laughs> Non-biased opinions here at CHB. But uh, just before we go on the episode, make sure to follow us on Twitter, on Instagram, all of our social media at Clean Hit Podcast, all one word. And make sure to hit subscribe on our YouTube channel, get our YouTube views up there as well. Subscribe, notification, bells, all that good stuff. And uh, you can find us on Apple, Spotify, and also Anchor as well, for those of you that choose to use that. So uh, let's just uh, let's get right into it. That's what we're going to do over here. So let's uh, recap the uh, been first round. Yeah, it's been a while. It's been a long time. So let's recap the first round of the uh, the playoffs. So the round that just passed us. So let's go on with the West right now and talk about the Chicago versus Vegas series. What were you guys' uh, thoughts on that one? I think it was pretty predictable. Chicago's a fraud team. They were never going to make it. <laughs> Vegas is real. Uh, deep, skilled, <laughs> well-coached. They should have swept them, but Corey Crawford stole a game. So yeah. nobody's surprised that Vegas beat Chicago. Honestly, that, there was no surprise at all for that one. No, not yeah, at all. That went. No. I was only surprised that they didn't get swept. Do you think the yeah. Oilers would have beat Vegas? No, <laughs> that would have no. been. A, I think that would have been gone to six games. Well, it depends on which Oilers team you're talking about, because yeah. we've seen like three oh, different Oilers teams right, this year. Right. So, yeah. Okay. Well, anyways, Vegas is uh, gone through. So, if Oilers were clicking, I mean, if you saw the Oilers team that was playing in like January, February, then maybe. Yeah, but, like, they would have. I don't know. Vegas is. I just. I like them. I like yeah. the way their team set up. I like the players on their team. I know like, you had a thing, but you hated them from before. Did you still hate them? I just I hated the idea of how good they got so quick. Vegas with the expansion rules and everything. It just like it's, I don't I didn't think that was good for like the league, but but no, like the GM smart, well coached. Like these are these are proper guys running that organization. They built a really good team. I mean, there's not much to say. They did it right, but then we don't want to spend too much time on this, obviously. But like no. other teams just messed up. Other teams, a lot of, a lot of teams Florida just, messed up. Yeah. Florida. They under, yeah. underrated their own players yeah. and paid a first for them to take Marsha Show and what's it called? Riley Smith. It's like, here, take our first line and I will give you a first round pick as well. Like, yeah, literally. Just crazy. It's just just nuts. Insanity. So uh, that, that one, no surprises there. But a big shocker, Vancouver and St. Louis. To this one, for me, this one is the biggest shocker probably of the entire first round. Yeah, big yeah. Time. I think we all picked St. Big. Louis. Yeah. A lot of people picked St. Louis. Um, I didn't watch any of those games. I'm not sure how St. Louis played, but it just seemed like... Vancouver wanted it more, and they beat them in you know, six games. Bennington, man, he messed up. Yep. Bennington too wasn't as good as he was. Bennington last year. dropped yeah, the ball, right. and honestly, I was kind of happy to see that. <laughs> I was kind of happy to see Bennington drop the ball. You don't like Bennington? No, not really. He got humbled a bit, eh? Sorry, he got humbled a bit. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. that's the biggest thing. He he got humbled, right? And uh, there was a lot of good players for Vancouver, man. Tyler Mott played really well. Oh, he played insane. I'm not a Vancouver mind. fan, but they got some nice going on over there. Yeah, like, Markstrom know, was unreal. Pedersen as, as usual. Like, yeah. Pedersen. Pedersen's a top 10 player, I think. Pedersen is like... It's insane. Since Fitch is not here, Pedersen's better than Matthews. Dude, Peter, Pedersen uh, is like... You don't think he is? Actually, you don't think he is? I think he, is. he might be, actually. Pedersen is better than Matthews. Every single actually, episode Actually, I don't know. That's tough. Every episode of Fishy. I'm, I'm bringing these comparisons that's, in. Well, let's not talk about that. That's too much. Troy Setcher better than Matthews. Honestly, though, St. Louis looked like an old man team. They looked really old out there when they were raising Vancouver. Do you think Petrangelo leaves now? 
for sure. Uh, I don't. Think, no, I don't think so. Do you think they resign him? They make room. I. I mean, if I'm any team in the NHL, I want Petrangelo on my team, right? Yeah. So. I don't know. They're saying uh, the Toronto Maple Leafs are gonna make a hard push for him. Yeah. Dude, they say that about every good UFA. Actually, oh, Toronto's, is, gonna Toronto's gonna get him. Toronto's gonna get him. But listen, listen. We said that about Tavares, and it happened. Yeah, but it happened. Toronto, you know I mean? uh, Tavares is actually a Toronto boy. He's always wanted to play in Toronto. Yeah. So is Petrangelo. Petrangelo. He's, he's, from, from, he's from Ontario as well. Is he? Yeah, he's from Ontario. Yeah. Oh, I thought he was Edmonton boy. I don't know why I thought that. No, that's Bo Meester. Bo Meester. Okay, okay, okay. Wow, imagine Petrangelo on the Oilers. That'd be nice, actually. Yeah. Really nice. That'd be nice for Oilers fans. No, I, I doubt that it's happening, though. <laughs> I mean, unless Dubis makes more cap space. Well, he made, he, made, he made that no, big move, but we'll talk about that in a bit. They were going to trade, uh, yeah, we're going to talk about that in a bit, but they want to trade more players mm-hmm. instead of Kapanen on top of that, like the Janssen and uh, Kerfoot guy. Yeah. They want to trade him, and I don't think Cody Cece's coming back. I don't think <laughs> There's so. a lot going on there. <laughs> Can you imagine they resign Cody Cece? They're not going to resign the number one defenseman? <laughs> <laughs> I'm shocked. Remember Shirley was going to trade Taylor all for Cody Cece? Oh, oh my God. God. Before Larson? Another day. <sighs> Can we not talk about Shirley right now? Yeah, no, I don't want to talk about Shirley. I hope he gets hired, though, again. I hope so too. Because then, just free session all I'll, day long. I'll want Holland to have his number one speed dial. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. Uh, so your team just lost today. Eh? That was a tough loss. <laughs> that Taylor Hall guy, he's not, he's not any good, eh? <laughs> you need a nice stay-at-home third-line center. <laughs> Give me your number one defenseman. Uh, so, yeah, that one, that Vancouver series, Vancouver's a fun team to watch. Oh, yeah. They really Honestly, are a fun team to watch. And, and people were saying this on Twitter and other places like, this is not the Vancouver of 2011 that like uh, Burroughs and BX and, and Kessler. Kessler like yeah. you, it was tough to like that team, but mm. this team honestly is tough to hate. They're likable. They're a very likable team. They are uh, like, likable team. They're I, not dirty. They play it like they're just a solid skill. Team they have a lot of skill. I used to hate to Vancouver. I used to hate them, but I like this team. Yep. I don't think they make it that far this year though. I could be wrong. I've been wrong this whole. You've time. been very wrong. Well, you too. Yeah, but. <laughs> At least I like make reasons for it. Don't don't come at me like that. No, I'm just saying that you go like, no sweep, sweep. They swept. It's done. Get out of there, you garbage. And then they go on to the Stanley Cup final. So they, they could make it far, but I mean, we'll see. You know, it's all about those miracle runs. You know what I mean? But uh, next up, uh, Calgary and Dallas, and uh, Calgary just, was Calgary was on the verge of forcing Game Seven, mm-hmm. and then they choked big time. And you know what? I'm. Do you know who okay Gurionov was before the series? Nope. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I love him. Did you? Yeah, in this uh, regular season, he was killing it. I, I didn't. I honestly maybe, maybe didn't the, pay he attention. He led his team in goals. Really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I wasn't paying attention. More than Twenty goals for Dallas this year. It wasn't Hints. No, he was close. Rupe. He, got, he got injured. Oh, okay, okay. Because yeah. he was playing really well too. He yeah, was, he was. Yeah. at the beginning of the season. He but was. Yeah, Gurionov, really impressed. Yeah, he's been he's doing really be, well. I'll be honest. I had I had Calgary winning this one, but uh, the Kachuk injury I think messed them up big time. Of mm-hmm. course, but also like goaltending was very inconsistent. Mm-hmm. And they weren't gonna make it. Uh, Kudoman was okay enough for them to win. And Dallas remember how to score again? Yeah. Dallas, Dallas, yeah, Radulov, Pavelski, these guys finally showed up. Yeah, they had um, trouble scoring for a while, but they showed up now when it matters. Mm-hmm. So that's they scored that's good. T- Twenty goals in the last seven games. Yeah. So which is nuts. So well, the Dallas is a good, nice team right now. Yeah. I was. <laughs> I just kept saying, can you imagine if Calgary wins the cup on Emerson Ice? Well, they, we don't like, have to anymore. That's it. We don't have to. Thank God. <laughs> might, they might blow it up. I, I, think, I think they blow it up. I was reading something after that. They might blow but it up. I was thinking about that today. Like, how would you begin? Like, you look at the team. Okay, the defense on paper looks really good. Look, looks like top tier. You yeah, know what I, I mean? Know, I think. And then they have some really good forwards up front. Their goaltending isn't like 
horrible, but it's not great. No save either. Dave. Maybe don't blow it up, but like some tweaks. Like they could go for Hopi if they really wanted to. Yeah. Which I, I, th- I think is smart. They I, go I hope they go for Hopi and sign him to a huge contract. And then do like another trade where they did where they got Lindholm and um, Hannafin. Yeah. Maybe do that again with like a Monaghan. Maybe trade one, like one of their big guys for someone else's big guy. Like a top six, I mean. You know, like I don't know. Maybe the chemistry between like Monaghan and Goudreau is like burnt out. So you only have to trade one of those guys. Mm-hmm. You know? And then fix the goaltending, but yeah, Calgary is a weird team, man. We'll as, mu- as much as I hate them, they they are, honestly on paper they are a pretty good team. So it's kind of yeah. weird to see them perform this way. Logistic, yeah. I'm not gonna. I'll hold my tongue on that one. <laughs> but yeah, I honestly thought Calgary was gonna run through Dallas too. But no, uh, you know, no good for good for the Stars. Uh, and then on the last matchup of the West, we got Colorado and we got Arizona. Um, another Col- another one where I was like. Colorado absolutely embarrassed Arizona. Let's yeah. Arizona was one of the better defensive teams of the year. And there was, what, two 7-1 games? Two 6-1 games in that? Man, and like they had Kemper. And the Kemper was just insane throughout the year. Even in the series, it was pretty good. But it just... Just that whole team was really good defensively, and they really dropped the ball against Col- Colorado. Colorado made Arizona look like an AHL team. They did. It was embarrassing. It like, was bad. Like, there's, there hasn't been a single series so far that's been that lopsided. Mm-hmm. Like, they got the one win. Good job. But, like, man... The coach even said that too, eh? He's like, it was men against boys tonight or something. Yeah, Yeah. no, it was was embarrassing. It was honestly embarrassing. And, like, just McKinnon, just steamrolling. Buddy, this guy is unstoppable. He's next level. He is next level. He he tied a franchise record for longest uh, point streak in the playoffs. Really? Tying Sakic and um, something Stashny. Not Paul. Uh, Not Peter. Paul. Paul. No, no, no. It was a different name. Oh, Stashny. It was the uh, 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 Nordiques. Nordiques, yeah. 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 I I I think it's Paul Stashny's dad. I think yeah, but yeah, Jimmy? he's he's tied he's tied for Jimmy ten, ten game point streak right now. Honestly, he's just insane. I love watching him play. I don't think anybody was doubting Colorado there. Yeah, no, no I don't. But Arizona's supposedly a good defensive team, and they just got rolled over. I don't think they're a bad team. I just I don't know, man. That's another team that has some good pieces, but like there there's something missing. These there. next two years are going to be really rough for Arizona. Oh. It seems like it has been for the past ten years, but big time they lost their GM. Yeah, that thing came out recently where we'll talk about it in a bit uh, we'll talk about it yeah. in a bit where they lost their pick or whatever but and they might not even get Taylor Hall to stay there long Taylor Hall's yeah. probably gonna leave you know. well he said he wants to he wants to win now yeah. he doesn't care about, as much about money anymore I don't, I don't blame him honestly yeah. I, like, I, at this point I would just say you know, just take me somewhere where I can have a chance to win honestly if I'm Taylor Hall I'm pulling off a Marion Hosa just signing like one year deals for like six mil or whatever yeah or seven mil let's say wherever they'll take him mm-hmm. just, just to win a cup win your cup then like make your money somewhere else you know that's yeah, a smart but, play for Taylor Hall, yeah. But with uh, with Arizona, like there's so many teams for me that are just in limbo. They're just like in a weird place. The number one team for me is Minnesota. Yeah, that's like that where it's just like I look at them and I'm like, this is just what do you Twilight do? Zone? It's just, it's just average. Like, yeah, what it's do just you do? The, you know? across the board average. You can't if you like. I don't know who I would move there. I don't know what I would do. They like if you give them a top three pick, that's what they need. They just need that higher level yeah. player to push them through. Because I, 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 they haven't had one in a long time. No, I like, kind of like Marion Gabrick. Marion Gabrick was like their last yeah. one. Yeah. That was like what, 2001, 2002? Something like that. I'm not it was sure. really, really on. But I wouldn't mind if they got that first pick. Yeah, the, if, they, if, they were, if they won the lottery, I wouldn't have been mad at all. Because, you know, like they're the hockey state of America. Right? Yeah, so, we, we missed that too. The, the Rangers won the lottery. Yeah. Was, was, yeah that talk, was that not talked about last time? No, we, we, talk, we talked about it. We sure talked about it. Uh, oh, but that was pretty cool. I'm happy for the Rangers. I'm not. I don't like that. No? Fan base at all. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I, I thought that was pretty cool. Well, think about it. He's going to play behind Panarin his whole career. No, or for not, the next not, seven not years. Not his whole career. Panarin will be behind him. Yeah. Because they're, they're both left-wingers. 
Yeah, that's true. I don't know, man. I, I still think I, I was pretty happy for them. As long as it wasn't the Leafs or Pittsburgh, I would have been fine with it. Yeah. So Literally, just those two teams. Just any, those two any teams. Any other team and the Rangers, too. Any uh, other team. I mean, we, ha- we have okay. the Oilers fan by. Not the Oilers? Like, <laughs> no, the Oilers. Are, uh, yeah. <laughs> it would just be, would have been funny to see the Oilers win. It, it would have been hilarious. <laughs> you know? It would have been hilarious Yeah. to watch the world blow up. But yeah, I know Colorado, Arizona. I think that one was pretty predictable. Yeah. But uh, my favorite series, first round, Montreal versus Philadelphia. You know, like did Philly win in six games? Six, six games, yeah. yeah. Why was that your favorite? Because just oh, they just hated each other. They just hated yeah, each other. Not right, only that, yeah. too. Like Montreal had literally no business being there. <laughs> it should have been like an easy pushover. Montreal for and Chicago, just two fraud teams. <laughs> shouldn't shouldn't have been there. Honestly, though, Montreal gave them a run for their money. I think six, at the yeah, end of it. Games. I think at the end of it, uh, Montreal had either the same amount of goals as Philly or like just plus or minus one of what Philly had. It was close in terms of goals for and against. It's just that Montreal got all their goals, goals in one game. Yeah. They had that one 5 nothing win and then everything else was just kind of average. But Montreal Montreal's a team of the future. Mm-hmm. Um, That's I think true. They're just depending on their young players to be better because mm-hmm. they don't really have cap space or anything like that. But There was just, for me, like that series, there's so much, like so many stories coming out of that series. Like, Elaine Vigneault complaining about them uh, putting on the number one power play at the end of the 5 nothing game oh, yeah. or yeah. how Brandon Gallagher broke his mouth and Vigneault was like, no, he's fine. <laughs> you know, like, Dude, I think they have some cap space. Montreal? I, th- I was, like, was yeah. going to say, they probably do have yeah, cap yeah, they space. Ha- they, they, do, they have a really good situation. They, yeah, they have a good situation. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They're good. They could Taylor take, Hall. Mm, it makes sense. That would be no, interesting. That wouldn't be good for Taylor Hall, I don't think. He, I don't think well, he, he wouldn't want that. No. Yeah. He wouldn't want that, no. I honestly think I heard about Taylor Hall in Colorado. I think that's that makes uh, the most sense. Make no sense. Makes the most sense. Yeah, yeah. For I him think to go to Colorado. If that happens, then you're building another super team for Colorado. Yeah, like you're just be, like that's unstoppable. How are you gonna stop that? Him, that would, would it be him, Kadri, and Burkowski on the on second, second line. line, or Don Scoy on the second line? Still, they'd be like the Golden State Warriors of the NHL. Yeah, it would be nuts. Mm, I don't know. You think so? Uh, the buddy. Golden State Warriors of the NHL? No, not right now. Like back when they were winning everything. Yeah. <laughs> see, it. So. see it no no because the Golden State Warriors were like they're like unfair you know what I mean they I, had, I think had, that would be pretty unfair man. you think Colorado they had like three top 10 players Colorado wouldn't have three top 10 players yeah I that's, guess. What, that's what I'm thinking of yeah you know yeah I mean? okay that's in fair. comparison to well, the again they're the two different sports too right yeah. it is tough to kind of make that transition I don't think they'd there's be a lot that more, good there's, there's a lot more parity in the NHL compared to other leagues yeah. true right? the thing about the NHL it's like there isn't, there isn't really a team that dominates every year you know what I mean there was like Chicago for a while there, but they weren't like the, like they weren't in a, even like during the season they don't dominate yeah. in the playoffs. It was still like a grind for them, you know. Yeah, and for Golden yeah. State they swept teams, teams after teams. You know what I mean? That hasn't happened in a long time. Where there was just a do- like the Oilers, the '80s Oilers. It just doesn't or happen like in the NHL. Islanders yeah. in the '80s. Yeah, like you're more likely to have a team dominate the season like year in year out, but then playoffs are just like yeah, they're, they're not sweeping they're, teams. Yeah, they're not sweeping know? teams. Yeah, and uh, so a bunch of really any any. Uh, no, I think we. All I think saw, I think we, we saw like a goalie battle of the century there though, like the goalie like Kyle. Carter Hart versus uh, Price. Yo, Carter Hart's special man. Yeah, he is. Carter Hart is special from Sherwood Park, Alberta. Yeah. Uh, no, it was a good series. <laughs> it was good. I just wish there was more goals. I I feel like they, they both teams played I didn't watch so defensively yeah. and like it kind of got boring at times. But like, you know what, man, go to Montreal. I I don't think anyone expected them to win. Yeah. But uh, Philly's like that team. The, the way they play is like they'll play really good defense hockey, and then with the the way their forwards are set up, they just they'll capitalize on that one chance. You know what I mean? Yeah, uh, and they you just know need that one chance to score that goal. To be fair, Philly's forwards, like their main forwards, weren't showing up that that series. Like yeah. I think it was like four or five games in, and like their their top five forwards had still zero goals. 
something like that, something crazy like that. So Carey Price was good. Oh yeah, yeah. Like no, like Montreal was insane. Montreal was insane. Oh, I mean, so sorry, Carey Price was insane. Shea Weber, Jeff Petrie too. Dude, Nick Suzuki. Yeah. Kokinemi. Yeah, Suzuki, Kokinemi. Like, yeah. those guys were playing Unreal too. Like, for they put, uh, what's his face, Dino to the third line, and he came out and said, I don't think that's good for me. Something <laughs> like that. He didn't agree with that, which is crazy. It might be. Uh, and then, like, you know, Claude Julian had a heart attack as well. Oh, yeah, Claude Julian. Just so much crazy stuff happened in one series. Interesting. So they put Dino on the third line. He came out and said that. Yeah, or in an, in an uh, interview, he's like, um, you know, I don't think I want to be this third line defensive center. You know, I, I still think I have a step offensively or something like that. So, so he I, said, we'll see where it goes, but he wasn't happy. About I, I saw I saw a tweet today from someone quoting Claude Julian saying that we are looking for players who want to win. So I'm paraphrasing here and players that don't mind having younger skaters take their spots in the lineup. Uh, like we, we want to compete. So maybe that's maybe what he's happened like, with Deneau, yeah, maybe he's talking about that then. Because the wow. past two years they put him at number one center. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then this, this, just this, this series here. It was Suzuki and Kotkaniemi were number one and two. Well, that's a good problem to have for Montreal. I mean, obviously they want to keep Dino. I think yeah. Dino's a great player, but like, if if you have your young guys pushing him down to third line, that's that's pretty good for your team. I think so. Montreal hasn't had a number one center in a long time. Yeah, I still don't think they have a legit number one yet. These guys, no, they're, 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 they're unproven, yeah. right? These guys got to work to be there. But they have a high ceiling, I think. Potentials there, yeah. 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 And then uh, let's go on to Boston and Carolina. This is another controversial series. Some people said Carolina could win it. I just, I don't know. It's, it's hard to bet against Boston. They're just so deep. Yeah. Almost, that first line's better than Carolina's first line. It was the first line in best or best line in this uh, during the season, sorry, that Boston line. So it was it's, me, it's, it's hard to bet against Boston, w- even with Halak and Nat. Yeah. So this I is a think. weird series for me. I, I, had Carolina, I had Carolina in seven, to be honest. No. I, I, I thought it was going to be close. But the the Svechnikov injury kind of complicated things. That's right, yeah. Right, he did get injured. Uh, Carolina's just like such a gritty team, man. They are. They're so hard to play against. They're a nice team. They're a very good team. They remind me of um, the Blue Jackets in terms of like their grit and like just like tenacity and just like... They're like a more exciting Blue Jackets. Yeah. Yeah. Because they score. They score goals. Yeah, they score goals. They score goals. But like they're just always on it, man. They're so good to watch. They're so good at the game. They're so fun to watch. I don't know. I thought that they had a chance. I, I honestly thought the same thing too. I think their biggest issue was their goaltending. Honestly. Yeah, yeah. Reimer pulled the Reimer. He yeah. <laughs> he flopped to Toronto again. You yeah. know, so they need they need to find a legitimate starter. And I a think lot of teams need that. So that's why I think that um, the Rangers Georgiev, mm-hmm. he's gonna get them a lot. Of oh yeah, penny. He'll, he'll get a big draw. A team's gonna overpay for that player. I I don't think Georgiev's a starter yet either, though. I I think. Uh, no, I think Shesterkin he could be. Shesterkin is what they're, they're going to keep him. Yeah. yeah. Shesterkin, but I think Georgiev has potential to be. He has potential. Elite, elite. I'm, t- I'm talking about starter right now. Right. Yeah. I mean, yes and no. It's hard to say, but he did play enough games. Maybe. Like It'll be like a Camp Talbot type situation. That's a thing. When he went from the Rangers yeah, to yeah. the others. That's fair. That's fair. But he's a lot younger. That's true. That's you know, true. So that's, yeah. why, that's why I think teams are going to be excited about him. I don't think it'll be too hard for them to get a starter. Especially because there's so many goalies that are potentially on the move this yeah. this off season, it's true. and they have two backups. They can trade one of their backups to like, you know, assets. Yeah. The Rangers are in a great situation right now. They're honestly like they're they're set up for the future. Mm-hmm. Quickest rebuild in HL history. Shore up that defense, and that's all mm-hmm. for the Rangers. Scrap Tony D'Angelo, <laughs> and then let's go on to. Uh, welcome to Heartbreak Unions. Let's talk about the New York Islanders and the Washington Capitals. Oh, Islanders winning five. What are your what are your thoughts and feelings about that? I'll, I'll let you. I'm gonna let you talk the whole time. This is your this is your place to rant. Okay. We let our Oilers rant last episode. You could uh, you can <laughs> show your Washington Capitals okay. rant. So for those that don't know why this is happening, 
Uh, in April, I picked Vegas to win the cup over the Washington Capitals. So I said it's going to be a rematch of 2018. Obviously, I was very wrong about one side of the <laughs> one side of the match, but I still think Vegas is going to win the cup. They have a pretty good chance of doing so. Uh, with this series, honestly, Barry Trotz just outcoached uh, Todd Reardon or whatever yeah, the guy's name yeah. is. He got fired, right? I mean, yeah, right not, after the not, series. Not surprised. He got outcoached, right? Uh, Backstrom injury obviously is a big blow. Like, For sure, yeah. He's he's maybe he's not an all star anymore, but he's still a top tier center in the league. I think he's a great player. Yeah. And uh, just man, like they couldn't get past uh, the Islanders' defense. They couldn't score goals. Right. This wasn't the Washington team that we're used to seeing. Yeah. I think the Islanders are just like such a well knitted team. Like every the chemistry there is just so good, and they're good defensively. Barry Trotz defensively you know, coaching is just it's like last year too they swept Pittsburgh yeah. in mm-hmm. that second round people forget you know yeah. no, they're so, a good team. no the Islanders are a good team I obviously I said Florida was going to beat them in that qualifying <laughs> round and then I said they would lose to um, the Caps obviously a lot of people have picked the Caps over the Islanders but no they look pretty real really good defensive team they might go all the way to be honest they could but because um, who are they facing now Philly Philly yeah, Philly, yeah. I don't know. I don't know about that. That's a toss up for me. As a, as a, at this a, point, yeah. at this point, looking at them play throughout these playoffs, at this point, it's a toss up. We'll talk. We'll talk about that later. But yeah. we all pick the Caps over the Islanders. They're just, I don't know. It's, they're just really good. You know, they all just kind of they all play off each other so well. And it, it looked like uh, so 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 much better. No offense. It looked like the uh, Washington core kind of was aged out. If, if you know what I mean, like yeah, they look they, they look are getting older. They look old. Yeah, they, they look they're older yeah. for sure. And like the window is starting to close soon mm-hmm. for both Pittsburgh and Washington, right? But, like, they have some good hockey left in them. I think they can still win a championship or two. We talked about, talk about this yesterday. Like, they're not bad teams. No, Pittsburgh no, no. Washington, Washington finished fifth in the league in, in, in Yeah, points. yeah. Like, like, maybe Taylor Hall can go there. Well. That'd be pretty good for them. That would be pretty you good. Because they're probably going to move on from Holtby. They will. So, yeah. it kind of depends on how Samsonov plays next year for mm-hmm. them to be successful, but... No, like they're you get them one more top six forward, like they're back up there as a contender. A lot of these teams are like one solid piece away from like really going teams, far yeah. and like winning it. Think about the NHL, you can never predict who wins it. No, this it's out so of the tough. sixteen teams, you can never predict. It's so, so tough. That's so just the way it is. Yeah, that was that series. That was uh, I thought Washington was going to win too for sure. Yeah, I thought like five games Washington, but yeah. But no, good on uh, the Islanders. They're yeah, yeah, honestly, well. good for them. They're playing well. So yeah, uh, everybody's having a good playoffs. Yeah, oh, he's he's yeah oh he's buddy, he's killing it for them. He is killing it. Yep. It's gonna, I think, I think, Strom. since, since <sighs> he's, uh, I think he's scored more goals in the playoffs, <laughs> Euler, since 20, since, since the 2017 playoffs. Yeah. I, I appreciate that. I saw that stat too. Yeah. Is that, is that real? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah. That's, and he that's, got that's no goals. <laughs> he got, he got no goals in that 2017 playoffs, by the way. So and that's he, why he got, he got traded for that. <laughs> yeah. And he got all those goals after getting traded and still, yeah. Peter Shirley, man. Yep. No, it is what it is. Shout yeah. out to Pete. And then uh, the last series, uh, Tampa Bay and Columbus. This, this is a letdown for me because I actually said that Columbus had a chance of taking over Tampa Bay. And I was Tampa very wrong. Them in, what, I said the same games? thing. Five games, games, yeah. Five games? No, I thought, I think, I, I thought I, after I, that first game, I was like, hey, that, that first game, like the six overtimes, I was like, Columbus is going to put up a, a huge fight. But then it is kind of like... I'll tell you what, man. They realized that, listen, this team is all skill. There's mm-hmm. no grit. There's no physicality. So they go and they get Bogosian. Barkley Goudreau from San Jose and mm-hmm. Blake Coleman, like yeah, there's no there's there's no uh, there's no other players more perfect for you know that team than yeah. those two players, and they went out and got him. So I think this year they're pretty real. And they got Pat Maroon. 
Pat Maroon yeah. as well. Pat Maroon that's right. too. That's, that's a and big Shankirk's piece. there too. Yeah, yeah. dude, they, ha- they have a good team. They're, they have a scary team to play against. They're too good on paper. So yeah. that, that's why I think they win it all this year. That's a good... Yeah. That's a good uh, if they choke, um, no sympathy though. Like, oh, oh no, no. If they choke, it's no 100% sympathy. on them. Like, no. we'll give them a pass for last year. Yeah, even like, though we we shouldn't. Actually, no, no, do. we shouldn't. No, yeah, we shouldn't. But like last year, whatever bygones be bygones. If you lose again this year, blow it up. Everybody yeah. goes after that, in my opinion, at least. Trade stamp goes. He's Here's still, the thing. He's still he, he hasn't he hasn't played. He's still injured. He hasn't played with it for them consistently since what 2016, 2017. Yeah. The issue is who's gonna take him because of his injury history. That's the problem. Right. You won't get a full return for him. Yeah, uh, I still believe in stamp goes. He's still very good. He's, yeah, he's injury, a good player. Injury, he's he's an amazing player. He is good when he's playing, but when he's not playing, he's useless. I think it's Kucherov's team now. It, it is. It is. 100%. Kucherov and, and Hedman. Hedman's like, I think... Hedman as well. I, yeah. I, honestly, I think Hedman's the most valuable player on that team right now. Probably. This this playoffs, yeah. Yeah. An argument can be made. Okay. And then, uh, so that was it for the first round. Okay, now we've got some news throughout the league. Big trade between uh, Pittsburgh and Toronto. Honestly, not a blockbuster. People are saying blockbuster. No. Not. I just don't know why Jim Rutherford would do this. No, yeah. No. No. He has a history of overpaying for whatever player he wants. This is crazy. But for Kapanen, a first rounder, it's not that crazy. It's not that crazy. I think it's crazy. Was no, it? They're win now, and like that first round pick is what fifteen or fourteen? Fifteenth. We're we're fourteenth. The Oilers are fourteenth. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So so it, that pick is fifteen, and then that Hallander guy is a good prospect. I heard he's a good prospect, and yeah. even that second round pick Ro- of twenty eighteen. Rodriguez. No, he's a. Well, yeah, but that's another piece, right? But like, here's the thing, though. That Rodriguez guy. <laughs> I don't look at Corsi's stats. I don't really care for them. I think they're stupid. He doesn't make the Toronto Maple Leafs team. That's no, I look at it. Oh, no, but, no, 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 no. But I'm saying, like, apparently his Corsi's stuff is better than Kaepernick's. By a margin, apparently. <laughs> I don't know. I was reading some, like, advanced analytics things. I, never, yeah, I don't listen, like this stuff. It's a familiar face, Kaepernick. They know him. He's 24. He's young. Like, you put him with Malkin Crosby. Come on. But they, they, didn't they ever try this with, like, Galchenyuk he, he and, was, like... Yeah, he was pretty young. But I don't know. It's, it's tough to say. I think... If Kaepernick gets 60 points this upcoming year, if they do do another season, then I think it's all worth it for them. But it's supposed to be a deep draft. I do think they overpaid a little bit, but the Rutherford has a history of overpaying for whatever just, player he wants. Like, they keep making Dubas look really good. Yeah. Du- well, I mean? Dubas did a good job on this trade. He did a very good job on this trade. He like, looked really... Like, I thought at the time that Barry trade was really good for them. I mean, that turned out terrible for him, yeah. you know? Oh, horrible. Because well, Kadri is lighting it up right now. No, but regardless and, and of what Barry is, Barry just yeah. didn't fit the team. Yeah, Barry just was garbage on the Leafs. But like... But can you blame can you blame uh, Dubas for that? You can't. No, no. You, you can't See, at the that. time, I thought that was like a fantastic Me too. I agree. I agree. Um, honestly, like, let's look at this realistically. Dubas just traded a third-line wingman on his team for a first-rounder. For a yeah. number 15 in the deep draft. Yeah, not just a first round. That's a that's a good pick. Yeah, you know that's a high first rounder. If you think about it, I like I said I don't know what Jim Rutherford and a good thinking. prospect. I, I, and I do think I do think Kapanen has like second line potential. I don't think I don't think he has first line potential just right now, but uh, on the Leafs at least he was a third liner for the most part. Just right. like the way I see it is, Pittsburgh knows this player. They really like him. They believe that he can become that player for they they paying they're paying for potential essentially. Yeah, they're yeah. Paying for potential. And who knows? It's playing risky, with Malkin, but it could work out. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But like like I said, like Rutherford has a history of overpaying. I still think he's one of the top GMs of the, of the league. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Like he kind of overpaid for Zucker a little bit, but like your, your team is win now. Like you, yeah. He's got to overpay just to get this team going because the window is almost. Closed I don't know. Like him. he he came out and defended Jack Johnson. That's sweet. So he like, like he loves his players. Whatever yeah. player he likes, he loves his players. He'll do whatever to keep them or, or overpay. He did say he was going to trade one of those goalies. 
Yeah, if which I think that's the right that. thing to yeah. do. That's like the Rangers situation. Like a team willing a goal, uh, who needs a goalie could go out for one of these two, Look, Murray or Jerry. The thing we have Sorry. to remember too, and it's kind of like sliding under the radar right now, is that there is an expansion draft coming. There and is. Yeah. when the expansion draft comes, you can only protect one goalie. Mm-hmm. And if you have one of Murray or Jari unprotected, they're going to get taken in the draft. Obviously. Might as well make a trade now, get some value for one of those guys, and move, move on. Because they're paying that DeSmith guy like 1.25 for the next two years. Are as they? their backup, yeah. guy, which is proper. It's like, you know. Yeah. But I think they trade... Um, I think they trade Murray. No, I think they trade... Uh, actually, I don't know who they trade. It's a tough position to be in because... I want them to trade Murray, but... Murray's, Murray has two Stanley Cups. Jari only has 89 games played. That's true. Murray was like lights out when they yeah. won the two cups. Yeah. And Jari's just been really like really good in the season. 89 games played only. I but, never knew that. So they, they probably it look like looking back or looking at the stats, they probably trade Jari. They had Murray playing the playing rounds, right? Yeah. 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 Mm. But they like no, they know they can't keep both. So I yeah. think they trade Jari for sure. Interesting. To the Oilers. That's a tough position to be in. That like, is really who, who do you pick? Who who would you rather have? I think I'd rather have Tristan Jerry. I mean, they're when, both. How often have you seen a goalie succeed so well in the playoffs, and then a couple of years down the line do it again? You don't. You don't often see that. Yeah. You know? And and Murray has been falling off. Like he lost a starting job to Jari this season. Well, he, he had a lot of family. If you look issues. at this, yeah, is that, is that, a lot of his, I think his father passed away. Yeah, oh, his, that was like a, two years ago though, um, or last year. That was uh, that was last still, year. Still, that's very sad. But his stats this year were eight nine nine save percentage. Jari had like a nine three four, and they played like I think Murray played like five more games or something. So mm-hmm. it's pretty clear who had a better year. But then again, it's like Goalies Jari's so still weird. young. He could be un- inexperienced, right? Yeah, and Murray maybe that's what he needs—a fresh start, go somewhere else, and he could be elite. Again. And goalies are so weird too, like the way they develop. Like, they can have one crazy year. Goalies are weird, and then you throw a lot of money at them, and then there's only a handful of goalies that you know year in and year out they're gonna be top tier. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of these, a lot of these good goalies, like for example, um, what's his name, Kemper, right? Like he played lights out, but no one saw that coming. I didn't see it coming. He was like a mediocre backup for many years. Yeah, with Minnesota before you know he, he was given the opportunity, mm-hmm. an opportunity in Arizona and a proper defensive system. Yeah. See, if you put Kemper on a, a, a on another team, like take him off Arizona, put him on a different system, I don't think he does as well. Yeah. I think it's just how Arizona's team is built, but. Then, then like it worked out for them, right? right? Yeah. Varlamov has had chances on many teams, and this year he just lights it up, with, right? Yeah. With with Islanders, well, and obviously and the, the, the defense, system there. Yeah, the defense is sick. Right? The system there helps for sure, right? Hellebuck, he played unreal this season, but then he's very inconsistent. You never know if it's going to happen every year, every second year. Like it just because he's he's had good years before, mm. but he's also had some pretty okay. I think Hellebuck has because uh, goalies do take like he's still young like they do take a while to get going you know get used to the the speed of the shots of the NHL you know mm-hmm. so I think Hellebuck uh, is proper elite now as well as Vasilevsky well Vasi for sure yeah, Vasi hundred like, percent there's a few goalies out there that are like you know you can trust them yeah, yeah. I thought Bobrovsky was like that but I think next year he'll well, come yeah back. Bobrovsky's another one like he comes in Vesna performance season and then mm-hmm. next season just like garbage like, like he cashed out like Columbus's defensive system you know it kind of boosted his value did, a little bit like made him look good right what do you guys think of paying 10 million for a goalie a bad too idea much. too much, too right? much yeah. how, how much is too much i think to be honest i think i pay carry only carry price i'd pay 10 million and vasilevsky i I don't think i'd pay any goalie i don't care how good the goalie is 10 yeah. million. i don't care how don't good know. the goalie is i mean they're paying carry price 10 million how is that working out for them 
Well, it's the team in front of him that's not as good, I think. Yeah, but I then believe that. I believe it's the team in front of him that's not that good. You can you can get another goalie for five million who's still p- pretty damn good, right? And then get another top six player for five million. I mean, uh, I get that, but um, if you look at it, Montreal doesn't make it this far without Carey Price. That's True. that's yeah. fair. They that's might not fair. like they p- maybe make it f- that far with a five million dollar goalie. Who just had to happen to have a good year, but. With Carey Price, like you know, you, you know what you're getting. He, you know he's one of those. Getting. He's one of those goalies. You know what you're getting every year. Yeah. I don't know. I, like I said, for me, the, the ten million dollar goalie thing, I think it's too much. I think it's just way too much. And plus, too, like always by the end of their contract, it's just a horrible contract. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean, because yeah. goalies have such a weird. Uh, like they have a gap where like they're crazy, except for Flurry. Flurry has been like impressive since 2003 yeah i, I mean like, this I season he's the most reliable tough. goalie the, this season's been tough for him yeah it's uh, been a, this season like i think he pretty much got galant fired and this. also too, he, like, i think he lost his dad as well this year oh yeah, yeah his past away this year as well so but he's i think he's back to where he's at speaking of Flurry, that, that picture his agent tweeted <laughs> like, just, just touch on it really quickly that's like so that's funny. just even Flurry said like hey that's stupid <laughs> a hockey agent posted that picture i don't know what goes Fleury through your head man. with a, a sword in the back of Debor's name on it like backstabbing yeah, uh, he, he, he's standing up for his for his player, I guess. But like, it's so fun. It's funny to see. It's a dumb. I'm thing all to for. Do. It. I want to see more. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> oh, hey, we like it, but it's a pretty dumb thing to do. Even Leonard came out and said that was stupid. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure they all talked it out. They're good now, but yeah. yeah. Oh, apparently, Fleury had a meeting with like, uh, yeah, George McPhee and those guys, yeah, to make sure that everything was all good. Yeah, but uh, no, they didn't. DeBoer knows what he's doing. I think. Yeah. Oh yeah. Speaking about uh, knowing what you're doing. The Coyotes lost their 2020 second rounder and their 2021 first rounder. Was it because of the they are they they um, the scouting the, the combine the combine yeah, yeah. so well, they, yeah, they were doing like illegal scouting procedures yeah, yeah. so they yeah. they gave themselves an advantage compared to other um, other teams they didn't really do anything so my question about that is who gets those picks? No, uh, it'll be like the Kovalchuk thing in New Jersey. They so, just take it away. So it'll be a 31 round. Or a thirty round, uh, thirty round. Oh, really? Yeah. So basically, oh, okay. two the two player the two last players of the draft just get snubbed. Oh damn! They'll just go undrafted. Yeah. Yeah. But then, no, I no. mean, round so seven. Like, no, the, the, first, the, the first second round. round. Seattle doesn't start the draft this year. No, no, they don't. No, they don't. No. Next year. So it'd be thirty-one teams. It'll just be a thirty-round first round, mm-hmm. and then second round will be thirty-one for next season. For next year. For next for twenty twenty one. Yeah. So whatever year they they yeah. got rid of the second, they'll just make those the thirty rounds. Yeah. The thirty selection rounds. Yep. 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 Wow. On like. That's a harsh punishment, man. It's, it's a harsh punishment, but like uh, I was listening to sports radio today, and uh, they were saying honestly, like good for the league. Like, yeah, it's yeah. good to crack down on this stuff. Just make sure no one ever does it that's again. True. But it kind of sucks. Uh, like, let's be honest, it sucks that it happens to the Coyotes. Like, they're that's a team that really needs the help. Yeah, yeah especially because yeah. like, like they're probably they just lost. They're probably gonna lose Taylor Hall, which they paid one of those first round picks for. Their GM just quit on them, mm-hmm. so now they gotta find a GM. And they've had trouble filling the stands. With fans forever, forever, everything. Yeah. everything Trouble keeping the team in Arizona. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, this was their up and coming year too, and then just seems like it just all went downhill in like a matter of weeks. Yeah, yeah. wow. It's, poor guys were there, but uh, <laughs> poor guys. Were there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's life. No, because right? like in the MLB, like Houston cheated to win the World Series. Yeah. What What was their punishment? I think they lost. I think they lost a pick. That's it. You what? know what I mean? Compared, they, they compared got to, to keep the compared to this where Arizona, like they got to keep the championship. Compared to this where Arizona, like. Just went to cheat at the combine and they lost their first and second round pick. Wow! Right, so it's good that they they are um, cracking down on it. I mean, I don't think any of us condone cheating, but like, if you get the chance to cheat to win a championship and you get to keep the championship or lose a pick, so the Astros lost. Like, the Astros were fined five million dollars and forced to forfeit their first and second them. round draft picks in twenty in both twenty one and twenty twenty and twenty twenty one. 
first and second. Yeah, for so lost two years. Picks. He has four picks in total and five. Oh. Well, I think I don't think the five million dollars really matters. But that's actually that's actually a big one too. But I think still, that still like they still, won, they stole a championship, man. I would take the, I would take the names of the cup or whatever. <laughs> cup? No, it's not a cup. I don't know. I don't know what. It, I don't. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not retired. I would I don't just. Watch baseball. I would just take. I it don't away. watch boring sports. I would take it away man. and just scrap that season. You don't award it to anybody. Yeah. And then let you know, just kind of point the finger at Houston. Like, sorry guys, Houston ruined the season for you. Just real quick, how did they cheat? Do you know? Science they, uh Science thing. So like, um, they had a guy in the dugout in the back. Who would like bang a trash can, for example, and they did mm. some other some uh, things I where see. they can see what the catcher is the signaling, which uh, what kind of ball is coming in. Yeah. So they would time it perfectly in the bin. Interesting. When to swing and when to not swing. And wow. I heard like um, they had Apple Watches with them too, and like they would send like messages through like Morse code on the Apple Watch for this. So when like the the batter was up, he would get like a vibration on his Apple Watch. Like it was just crazy stuff that they were doing. Wow. Oh yeah, and then that one player had a, was wearing like a wire, so I assume that's what yeah, it was yeah, too. Yeah, because remember when they, or they tried to take off his jersey. Altuve, yeah, Altuve. yeah, and he's like, no, no, keep the jersey on. No, went to the dugout, came back out. Yeah. It's weird. Wow. Big time cheaters. Yeah. And that's, that's honestly one of the craziest stories in sports in a long time, crazy. I think. Like wow. it's just an insane story, but now Anyways. let's get into the, <laughs> the current uh, round, so the second round of the playoffs right now. So let's go into the West. Vancouver versus Vegas. Vancouver had a huge game yesterday as of this recording. Massive game yesterday. Pedersen just played out of his mind. Insane player. And insane. We're, we're talking about game two, by the way. A game two, game two of yeah. uh, Vancouver and Vegas. Honestly, I thought Vegas, that first game, Vegas just dominated. Mm-hmm. I was like, hey, Vancouver, like, you can see their, their youth in there. You can see their inexperience. They're done. But then Vegas just came in, or Vancouver came in yesterday the first, I think, they, I guess first they watched shift. film and and Pedersen was just Pe- bad was or something. Yeah, yeah. Somebody said something to him before the game. Yeah. <laughs> no, I still think uh, my like I'll pick Vegas is my pick right there, but it will go to six or seven games. I it think. will. Yeah, Vancouver won't go down without a fight. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, Vegas is too good. I agree. Vegas, I think, is definitely gonna take this. But I knew after game one, Travis Green is gonna have his boys ready for for game two. And yeah, Travis yeah. Green is a great coach, man. Like this guy is. Yeah, been, you think so? Oh, I I know so. Yeah. This guy's like, dude, like, <laughs> buddy. Like I feel like he in St. Louis, he won the coaching battle by a long slide, by, by a landslide. What do you mean? Like he outcoached Craig Berube. Big oh, time. oh, I see what you mean. Okay. You know what I mean? Like yeah, he yeah. just outcoached Craig Berube, and they they took down the defending Stanley Cup champs. Right thing about Bruby is a super simplistic coach. Yeah, mm. yeah, this guy is really simple. But no, tra- I guess Travis Green. I thought they were gonna fire him after last year. To be honest, I, mean, so? I remember there was a lot they were gonna talking about it, but yeah. it worked out for them, I guess. Yeah, no, like Travis Green, even like uh, like just regular season, like playing mm-hmm. against his team is is the worst. Like his That's team, true. his team's always so prepared to like just start from the very first whistle and they play to the last whistle. Like credit to Jim Benning too. Like some moves are a little bit iffy, but Louis Erickson. Yeah, well, well hey, Ty- a lot of teams messed up that whole yeah. year. Tyler Toffoli. Toffoli was a good move. Furland doesn't really make sense. I don't know why you kind of wanted to add that player because they're paying him, what, three, four million now? Mm-hmm. Same with, like, Roussel. They yeah, the Roussel was But, I, like, if, if they wanted that character guy, like, I'm all for it. Myers is a little bit overpayment, but, like, these these players are what makes them successful right now. So, I guess, you know, you got to give credit where credit's due. For sure, for sure. Yeah, they, they need, when they sign Markstrom, I wonder how that's going to work. I think that, yeah, they'll keep him. Oh, they have to. They they'll have find, no choice. Yeah, yeah they if, have no choice. If I'm Jim Benning, I'm doing anything to, to resign Markstrom. Even right like, now, he's playing like the best goal in the league right now. Oh, 100% he is. He's up there. And you know what? Horvat came out this year too, and he started like... <laughs> remember last last episode you were saying, like, oh, you know, Horvat, I don't think he's he's that kind of player. 
that next game, he comes out oh, and yeah. scores those, like two like back to back crazy oh, breakaway goals. Disgusting. Yeah. I was like, it's yeah, an Aussie yeah, curse, yeah. man. It's like whatever Aussie says is the opposite. It just doesn't make sense, man. Just see who is when the cup next I year. started watching a lot of basketball lately. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, let's go on to Dallas and Colorado. This is surprising to me. This yeah. is surprising because Dallas is already up 2 0. Yep. A lot of people pick Colorado to go to go uh, the conference final against, or the final even. Um, but I don't know. I it's, it's weird, man. I just, I can't believe Colorado was. Lost guess, two no, games. Dallas though. is like that's the type of team Dallas is. Like they'll play really good for 20, uh, 15, 20 games, then really bad for fifteen twenty games, like we've seen all year. And then really good for fifteen twenty games. Like they're in that fifteen twenty games midst right now. Yeah. They're playing insane. I'm not gonna pretend like I had Colorado losing. I, I had, had Colorado. I had Colorado, winning. Colorado winning yeah, I had Colorado winning. But honestly, I'm not surprised for one reason, one reason only: goaltending. Especially when they mm. lost Grubauer in yeah. game one. I mean. I just don't think their goaltending is good enough to face Dallas. That's what I was. I was. I agree with that too. Like Grubauer, like they they're only as good as Grubauer. Like yeah, he, he hate to say like McKinnon, like these guys are producing crazy, but they're only they can only go as far as as Grubauer takes them. And at this point in the series and watching them play, I think Dallas knows how to shut them down. And they probably, yeah. they probably win it in six games. And then even like I don't know, man. That was just a. Uh... Colorado puts up a fight though. I think Colorado comes back and wins. Yeah, this no, this could go. This could go really far. Yeah, but I think this goes to this. Two up, two zero in the series, and like they're playing good hockey too. Dallas yeah. against Colorado, it's kind of hard to bet against them. And this is just another case of you can't predict who's gonna win this year. It's, it's this year is just so crazy. The whole year twenty twenty is just insane. And then so let's go on to the East now. Uh, Philadelphia and the Islanders. The Islanders with a big comeback today. I've they're, always been against the Islanders this year, but I'm going to say the Islanders beat them. <laughs> beat the Flyers. They're just so good defensively. It's hard to bet against Well, today them. they were down, what, 4 nothing, and they came back? They're resilient, too. Even today they were down 3-0. They tied it, Yeah, but then lost an OT. But still, though, like that resiliency to come That's back you know, against Philadelphia, who Adi Farhat says is the best team in the history of mankind. I don't you know, know who that is. Who is that? Some guy that he just he keeps falling on the show, keeps talking about Philadelphia. Like It's weird, man. But that, that Ali kid? Yeah, that, oh, <laughs> you're a weird kid, man. Yeah. No, I'm gonna say Islanders this time around, and watch them lose now to the. Yeah, finals. well, you just cursed them. Good job, Ozzy. Uh, honestly, I said from the beginning, if Washington doesn't go all the way, whichever team beats Washington is gonna go all the way. So I'm gonna stick wow, with that. Wow, yeah. See, that might happen. Yeah, that might happen. Well, wow, that is happen. insane. Yeah, they just play. Just I'm not gonna. It's boring to watch. It's very stingy hockey. Yeah, very like, very stingy. They don't give up anything. Some, sometimes you know that's mean? how you play. By all the way, I mean lose to Vegas in the, in the final. So just Vegas still wins. Yeah, yeah, I still I still think Vegas wins. I still have Tampa Bay. Up there, but yeah. we're winning it all. But that's, speaking that's of Tampa an easy Bay, pick, easy pick. As of now, Tampa Bay is winning seven one against the <laughs> that's Bruins. Right, against the Bruins in game three. I so. guess the Bruins can say they don't have Rask, but if, to be honest, like Halak and Rask are like identical statistics He's, this year. So do you guys Hal- Halak like, is a great goalie. Yeah, yeah. When, when people said that, oh, like Boston is done, I disagreed completely. Right. I think Halak is a great goalie. And just, even even like Tampa Bay, they still haven't played what's it called, Steven Stamkos yet. Yeah. yeah, right. So that just shows how deep they are. That's crazy. That's that actually scary to be honest. That is. I'm, I just feel like Boston's just falling apart. Something about the team, I just feel like they're, they're just losing it. For like right now, I'm not saying in general, they're still an amazing team. These are the top two teams in the league yeah. this yeah. season. And like a lot of people are saying the winner of this year is, is going to win the cup. Um, I like it's weird. If Tampa wins this, or the, which I think they will, they're going to win the cup for me. If Boston wins, they don't, they don't beat Vegas for me. I don't think they do either. Which is weird to say, but no, I think Tampa Bay beats them in six. And all you know, obviously, I'm gonna say they meet them in the meet Vegas in the final. Yeah. You guys don't feel the same thing about Boston. I just feel like Boston's just crumbling. I don't know what it is about their team right now. I just feel like the bubble's probably getting to them. More, I, I wouldn't more. say that. No, you think so? No, it's it's a back to back tonight. 
Yeah, right? that, that, that is that, true. That, that's a fact. I, so I know it's a back-to-back for both teams, mm-hmm. but like different teams react to it differently. And I, I do think Cooper did a good job in making sure his team was prepped for the back-to-back. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't say they're crumbling just yet. Let's let's see how the next game goes. I just feel like there's like a, there's like a, there's like the just a lot of stuff has been happening to them, but like the yeah. Rask thing too. And I feel like there's just a lot of like negativity right now around them. Yeah, and there's pressure on them too. Like I mean, they were they were like a couple wins away, or was it one win away? I'm not sure how how far they were last season. Uh, one win away. It was, it was game, game seven. seven yeah. It was game seven. So they were one win away from winning the whole thing. Yeah. So there's definitely a lot of pressure on them. They choked. Sure. But but there's a lot of pressure on 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 uh, Tampa. Tampa Bay. I'd say even more than that. I would, than yeah, Boston, I would say yeah. arguably even more. So I don't know. It's 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 a it's an interesting series. I kind of wish that Rask Rask was still there to play. Yeah. Uh, but obviously he does have family issues, and you got to respect that. Like, you know, man, fa- like family he, comes first. People right? talking about him bad, you know, like, come I, on. I, 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 mean? like, I saw a tweet saying that uh, his daughter had like a medical emergency, and if that mm-hmm. if that is true, like. Seriously, like family comes first. Yeah, if, it would have been bad if he stayed. Yeah, hundred yeah, percent. I mean? If so. if I was in his shoes and my daughter had a medical emergency, I'm I don't care how much I'm getting paid. I'm going to see my daughter. Yeah. Like it's just yeah. no. Like yeah. you can't you can't knock somebody for wanting to leave the bubble. No, right? no, no, absolutely not. 100%. And I, I heard like it's it's a young it's a young man's game in the yeah. bubble right now because a lot of those guys that have families, you got to think about how you see all those videos on on social media about like them going home. You know what I mean, yeah, like the losers going home, they're like extremely happy. Yeah, yeah, yeah they're just happy so. to be home, right? So. There's that, right? So someone was comparing it to like Big Brother. <laughs> <laughs> like you want to win, you want to like just compete and stuff like that. But like once you're gone, you're so happy to just go home and be with your family. Like, no, that is crazy. They don't see anybody except their teammates. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, mean they, they played a lot of Call of Duty. They have like FaceTime and stuff, but it's not the same. No, not the same. Getting, no, let's not feel bad. Yeah, <laughs> they're getting paid millions to play a children's game. That's you know, true. Let's be honest. That's true. <laughs> same goes for any sport. That should, that should be the NHL's logo. <laughs> but least to play a children's game. <laughs> Jesus. Just give me one day of McDavid's salary and I'm good. Yeah, one just day. one day. Wow. What is McDavid doing right now? You think? Right now, playing he's, with his dog. He's filming BioSteel ads with his dog. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I saw that. I saw that. Best workout buddy or God whatever. Bless him. God bless I just him see, like, he's like, I just imagine him in a dark room right now, and he's just like meditating <laughs> there, and he's like levitating off the ground. You know, he's just like. like this. No, it's like an orbit of pucks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's uh, channeling his uh, ultra instinct for next season. Yeah, yeah. for next season. He comes up with a hundred points. He played out game. of his mind against Chicago. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I'm, I'm thinking about it now. Do you guys, do you guys see that uh, that highlight video that uh, the NHL made on the t- Twitter account for McDavid's goal uh, in Game Two of the Chicago series? Like the insane goal, like the yeah, 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 it was really yeah. nice. So the really NHL detailed. made like a little gif or whatever, and they put like these superpower animations yeah. on yeah. themselves. <laughs> no, it's, it's pretty sick. It's actually pretty nice. They Yeah. But uh, let's move on. Uh, we'll wrap up the episode soon, but here, but there's just a little note here on the uh, the whole J- James Blake thing that or Jason Blake thing that happened with uh, the Getting states. Yeah. And uh, a lot of the leagues ended up postponing their games, but the NHL continued to play. And I don't feel like I'm qualified in that area to talk about much of it. I don't want to say much to be honest, because you know I don't. We don't really need to get political, but uh, I think the NHL should do more. They should also postpone well. I mean, like yeah, they, they go as far as saying that, but. It, there is a lot of like, there's a big discrepancy yeah. of you know the amount of the, uh, how many players of color mm-hmm. play in the NHL. You know, so sure. it it it'd be a really good statement. We'll see what happens. It's still really early, but um, well, I mean, like the NHL is three games ahead of their schedule, mm-hmm. and they could have easily just taken one day. In my opinion, you know, they could have taken I think one day to at least uh, yeah, as of, ha- as have solidarity yeah. with the other leagues because the WNBA, the NBA, and the MLB. I think those are the three that uh, those the NBA like those one might last like 
They might while. not finish the season. Yeah, yeah, on my way here, the radio guy was saying that there's uh, now talk of possibility of having tomorrow's games also boycotted right. or... I'm not sure what the term they're using. I think it's boycott. But I don't think that's it's the correct term because technically they're going on strike, mm-hmm. right? Like technically speaking, but uh, whatever the term is, I mean that doesn't really matter. Um, honestly, I think right now, like, I think none of us really have an opinion. It just now is the time to listen. Yeah, now the time yeah. to like listen and observe and see what 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 people of color and black people in American Canada really think and uh, what they want to see change. With that being said. And I, I hope this doesn't come off the wrong way, but like, we have to ask a question. Okay, you go, go on strike or you boycott a game, then what? What does that do? What does that accomplish? Mm-hmm. Right now, if that accomplishes, I don't know if that if that results in people like taking the matter more seriously and really looking into trying to make some change and pushing for change, that's awesome. That's great. But if it's just like a one week thing, like, oh, this is historic and before and then like, it just becomes more of like a key, like a, uh, uh, what's, what's the word I'm looking for? Like a, like a public display. Yeah. Public display thing. Like pu- pu- public publicity stuff almost. I mean like, what's the benefit? And we, we want, we want to see meaningful change. Mm-hmm. Right. So I mean, whether or not the players want to play or not play or boycott or whatever they want to do, all power to them. I think the more important thing is just to do what you can within your power to make a difference. Yeah. And if you think that's not playing, then good for you. Oh, yeah. And you should yeah. do that. But if you think that playing gives you the platform that you feel like you need to make a difference, then good job. Good for you. Do that. Yeah. Just do something. You know, and I think that starts with us too. Well said. Right? I think the problem is like the NHL, they had a three seconds of silence in a game. Uh, it's not, not it's a just, good look. Yeah. It's it's I don't know for me it it just looked really bad. It's very rushed. Very, very rushed. Kind it was kind of like okay, hey, this is an afterthought. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like I said, I'm I'm not there. I'm not those people. You know what I mean? I have my own There's beliefs been- and. But like, like you know, I think you said it perfectly. You know what I mean, like, I just agree. do something. Use your platform. Yeah, right? there's been a lot of talk about the NHL as an organized, as a league, not doing enough. Yeah. And uh, again, I don't like. Let's let's not get too political. But the, the the NHL does have a lot of people with deep pockets, and they have people that that can make a difference. Uh, let's let's see something come out of that. You know, it's, yeah. it's these sports owners that really do have for sure the yeah. most power. Yeah, they they're the ones that can you know make a difference in their communities with how much wealth they have. Mm-hmm. So, it, you know, it's up to them at the end of the day. But no, that's good at these, like, superstar athletes and, you know, these, like, sports in general. Yeah. It's taking a pause to say, you know, hey, look, this is more important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's that's huge too, right? Yeah. It's, it's a huge part of it too. But uh, with that being said, uh, just our prayers go out to Mr. Blake and his family. And we hope, honestly, you know, Something good comes out of all of this, and uh, he, we'll is see you he is alive. He is alive, but that's good. Um, like yeah. nine, nine shots, seven, seven in the back. Like that's crazy. Yeah. So, just just craziness. But like we said, we hope everything uh, in the end turns out, and we hope that uh, something good will come out of all of this for sure. You know, because it's been enough is enough, and and I think everybody feels that way. You know what I mean, yeah. Like it's, I think it's pretty universal now at this point, right? But uh, with that being said, we'd like to wrap up this episode. Thanks for joining us today on episode four of the Clean Hit Podcast. We will see you guys next week. Uh, make sure to catch us on Apple, Spotify, Google Play, Anchor, and YouTube, and to follow our social media at Clean Hit Podcast. Thank you very much.